0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Is it Thursday? I've been up watching golf since 2 o'clock in the morning. It's nap time. That is a falsehood. I have not been up since 2 a.m. watching golf. Welcome into Spears on Sports. Presented by m M&M and Cartage, John Spears in studio. It is Thursday, July 14th. We're only about a month away from high school football, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, a month and a week, five weeks, five and a half weeks away from college football. Ah, it's getting here. It's slow, but it's getting here. Eminem and Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450, Thornton's text line open as well. If you like to text the show, that number is 502-414-1450. It is Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win $10,000. That happens all summer long. Grand prize, 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. You can uh, earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, Large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That is Thornton's Summer Cash Bash going on now. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one. Just text 80313. Text the word REWARDS to 80313. The Open Championship at St. Andrews, the 150th edition, is underway. Um, And I did watch a lot of it this morning. Cameron Young, emphasis on Young, shot a 64 this morning. Uh, And it was windy. Look, it's a hard, when I say hard, it is a concrete-like course. You just hit a low screamer and it's going to go forever. A lot of the par 4s are drivable. Tiger Woods got off to a difficult start right before I left the house. Double bogey number one. Hit it into the only water on the course, the little berm there. His tee shot was great, but it was in a divot. Uh, His second shot out of the divot, chunked it, went right in the water. Drops, chipping on, two putt, six on the par four. He was four over through four holes. And remember, he was aiming his entire comeback to this event, so not good. Rory McElroy, 6 under 66, birdied 18, seven birdies, one bogey. He was great today. Cameron Smith is 5 under. And in the clubhouse, Scotty Scheffler, 4 under through 11 today. I hate to say this afternoon because it's barely afternoon here in the States, but it's five hours later over there. So the late round, the late groupings, uh, the best of the day so far, Scheffler, 4 under through 11. Taylor Gooch, is 300 through 13, Paul Casey is 300 through 12 and Dustin Johnson, live tour golfer, is now 300 through 11 holes. So, uh, we'll keep you updated as the day goes on. Justin Rose had to withdraw with a bad back right before his tee time. He actually went out and hit balls today, said he tweaked it in the practice round yesterday, so he uh, had to withdraw from the tournament. It is movie Thursday and I'll get to this. I had a lot of People send me different different actor, different actor, athletes, different coaches that have been in movies. The If you haven't been listening, the theme this week is best performance by an athlete or a coach in a motion picture. It sounds like the Academy Awards here, right? It's the Oscars. And I got a ton of them that I forgot about, a few that I didn't know about. For example, Jim, you might help me with this. Yeah, go ahead. Carl Weathers in Rocky played Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was an athlete. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he was an Oakland Raider at one point. He played uh, big-time college football. No idea. Mm-hmm. You knew that? I had heard something about it just doing one of my – Because the first thing I did, I, somebody, somebody said Carl Weathers. I go, well, they don't understand what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Just because he was an athlete in a movie, he wasn't – That not I mean want- he was an exactly. athlete. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Now, would you include Arnold Schwarzenegger in any of your lists? Because w- he was a bodybuilder.
0: You know, I was allowing Schwarzenegger, I was okay. allowing Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was a football player and a wrestler, but everybody now knows him as an actor. Yeah. Now, if you're my age, you know him as The Rock.
1: Of course, that's how I knew him. Right? Yeah. I saw him um, anybody perform a couple times.
0: Anybody that's probably 15 years old or younger... They don't they don't remember him being the rock. They remember him being in Fast and the Furious and Jumanji. Central and Indul- Jumanji back to wherever they came mm-hmm. from. Um but yeah, I, I was very I'm liberal with these lists, you know. I'm per- but when I saw Carl Weathers, I went, No, no, that's not fair. And then I looked up Carl Weathers and I went, He was a raider? That blew my mind. You could put Bubba Smith from Police Academy in there. Nobody texted that. Yeah. That's a good one. There you go. But great uh, Los Angeles Ram Bubba Smith, Mm -hmm. he was also, I think, well, no, Deacon Jones was in a movie called Heaven Can Wait with Warren Beatty, uh, where Beatty played a guy that died. They took him out of his body too early. They had to put him back on it. They had to find a body for him. He ended up in a a Rams quarterback, or he ended up in a rich guy who decided to buy the Los Angeles Rams at practice. There's Deacon Jones. There's a couple of the other guys, Jack Youngblood maybe and and uh, a fun, but nobody said Bubba Smith. Nobody said Deacon Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a few guys, a few people here. By the way, no women. I'm not a misogynist, but I tried to think about maybe a tennis player that had been in a movie or a female golfer. I guess Babe Zaharias way back in the day. I couldn't, I couldn't come up with anything. A WNBA star. I, I, I just.
1: Yeah, I can't think of a yeah, female it was right difficult. off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I did have a lot of uh, a cut. Well, not a lot, but a few suggestions of of a guy that was in this movie. Same guy, different movie. Jim Brown, for example. I got votes for the Dirty Dozen and any given Sunday. Yep. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. We talked about Airplane. Uh, another friend of mine said Game of Death, the Bruce Lee movie. That uh, <laughs> that uh, I, look, I don't know what how great a performance that could have been, but but we'll get to all that. Good category, fun category. Uh, Bob Uecker came out. Oh, I course. forgot he was a baseball player. I, everybody knows Uecker as a broadcaster slash comedian.
1: Yeah, from Major League, and he was in Mr. Belvedere, a sitcom in
0: the 80s. Yes, but I forgot that he actually was a really talented catcher yeah. that couldn't hit, but he could really catch uh, in his league. So we'll get to all of this Um. Not a whole lot of cheating in this. I didn't get any Schwarzenegger. Well, I got a couple of honorable mentions, Schwarzeneggers, Kindergarten Cop.
1: Yes, that's a good one. uh, Conan the
0: Barbarian. And I got a a couple of Dwayne Johnson from, as you mentioned, Jumanji. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else did somebody send me with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Oh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, he's in that Mm -hmm. whole series. So we'll get to all of that. I am going to talk a little sports first. The Bats beat scranton wilkes Bear 10-3 last night. 6.35 6.35 tonight, they are one-all in that six-game series. They'll go 6.35 tonight, 6.05, pregame. We have our first firing in Major League Baseball this season and didn't see this one coming. The Toronto Blue Jays fired their manager, Charlie Montoyo, with a 46-42 and record. Uh, he was fired after Tuesday's win. Um, and... Uh, Last night, the new manager, John Schneider, interim manager, got a win over Philadelphia. So he won his last game, did Charlie Montoyo. He 46-42 this season. But according to the general manager, they underachieved, plain and simple. This is a team that would be qualified for the playoffs if the season ended today. They would be qualified for the playoffs, but they were getting dangerously close to last place in the American League East. Only two games separate the Blue Jays and the last place Baltimore Orioles. By the way, the Orioles have now won 10 straight. They're 45 and 44. They are over 500, which means everybody in the American League East is over 500. You never see that. And they are in the hunt for a wild card spot. The Seattle Mariners won both ends of a doubleheader yesterday. They have won 10 straight. The M's and the O's have won 10 straight. Seattle is 47 and 42 now and uh in second place in the American League West, only 11 games behind the Houston Astros. They uh in fact there are three teams right now vying for two playoff spots. And I know we got a long way to go. But there are three teams, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Mariners who have identical records for two playoff spots. Charlie Montoya gets fired. He was 236 and 236 in parts of four seasons. I was told there would be no math, but I believe that's a 500 record. We expect firings during the season. They happen all the time. Normally about this time, all-star break, you can name a replacement. The all-star game is Tuesday. Sunday is the last game of the unofficial first half of the regular season, although we're well past halfway through the games. But Charlie Montoya... For all accounts, the players liked him. The management liked him. In fact, the general manager was almost apologetic that we had to fire this guy because we're just not where we want to be. Now, the interesting move here is to bring in John Schneider. He was the bench coach. He's now the interim manager. He coached in single A and double A, and he coached a bunch of these Toronto Blue Jays, including Vladimir Guerrero Jr., MVP candidate, and Bo Bichette. And also the closer, Romano. So he is familiar with these guys. They like him. Not that they didn't like Charlie Montoya, but they are comfortable with their new manager. They went out and beat the Phillies 8-2 to last night. We expect managers to get fired. Mark Kotze in Oakland is in his first year. They're 30-60. and 30-60. But he's in his first year. And I'm going to go ahead and say I'm wrong here. This is the second manager to be fired because Joe Madden of the Angels got fired earlier in the season. The Angels are 39-50. and 50. Kansas City, they got Mike Matheny. Detroit, they got A.J. Hinch. Uh, the White Sox with Tony La Russa. I asked Rick Bosich about this yesterday. Does he make it through the season? And Rick said, look, they brought him back. He's 80 years old, and they don't want to embarrass him. Well, his team's embarrassing him. They're 43 and 45, and they got a lot of talent on that White Sox team. But as far as the Tigers and Royals are concerned, they were expected to have records 10, 15 games under 500 by, right now, and they do. The Washington Nationals have, are tied for the worst record in baseball. They are 30 and 60 as well. Dave Martinez has got to be on a short leash. I'm surprised he's not gone already, and maybe he makes it to the end of the season. Maybe he doesn't make it through Sunday's All-Star break, Tuesday's All-Star game. Uh, the Marlins are doing okay. The Phillies are better than expected. The Braves won the World Series last year. The Mets are great right now. David Bell in Cincinnati, I'm surprised he got re-upped for this season. The Reds are 33-55. and Remember when they were 3-22? and 3 and 22. They're 30 and 33 since then. They beat the Yankees two nights ago. They took the Yankees into extra innings last night. They're playing much better baseball. They're young, especially at the pitching staff. But David Bell, in my opinion, is not the guy to lead this team into the future. He's generic. There's no fire there, there's no inspiration. I know the family is, you know, Gus and Buddy Bell and all that. I, know, I understand that it's Cincinnati legacy going on here. But if you want to win, I'm not sure David Bell's your guy. David Ross in Chicago with the Cubs, they are 20 games under 500 It's a feel-good story, but here's a guy who never managed anywhere. He played. He went into the broadcast booth. He helped win a World Series back in 2016 with the Cubs. And it was a really nice hire. Hey, David Ross. He can relate to the players. He was one just a few years ago. All right. They're not good. And it doesn't help that you don't have a whole lot of talent. By Sunday, Wilson Contreras, probably going to be traded. David Robertson, the closer of the Cubs, probably going to be traded. A couple other guys on that roster looking over their shoulders. Because teams are going to be calling for those guys. The – trade deadline i believe is july 31st so they're going to get some calls on these guys american uh, national league west you got the diamondbacks at 39 and 50 that's not bad in that division the rockies 40 and 49 bud black i think is safe there giants at 45 and 42 they won the west last year so i think gabe kapler's okay i think he's set but they're not a, they're right in the thick of the p- Wild card race, but uh, if the season ended today, they would not be in the playoffs. And that would be a surprise. Giants were expected to come back. They won over 100 games last year. So Charlie Montoyo, in my opinion, was a surprise. Because you turn on the Blue Jays, you go, this team's fun to watch. They got a lot of young talent. They got a lot of terrific hitters. They've added to the pitching staff this year. But 47 and 42 and 46 and 42 when he got fired – Just not getting it done. I picked them to go to the playoffs. Right now they'd be in the playoffs. But I certainly thought they'd be better than four games over five hundred. Is this going to be a jumping off point where they take off because they do like the new manager? That's the question you have to ask. I think it's very possible. And keep in mind, this is very interesting, especially this weekend. There are still COVID restrictions in Canada. Some of the Phillies couldn't make the trip to Canada. It forces these teams to make difficult decisions because you couldn't bring, I think, Alec Bohm, the third baseman, into, into Canada because he's unvaccinated. There were three other players, I think, with Philadelphia that were unvaccinated. And what the Phillies had to do was put them on the restricted list and bring up some minor leaguers to take their place this past week. And now starting today – the Kansas City Royals are in Toronto for a four-game series. Ten. Count them. Ten of the 26 Royals on the roster unvaccinated. Not allowed to make the trip. Whit Merrifield, starting second baseman, leadoff hitter, who just a few days ago had a, the longest streak of consecutive games played currently in the major leagues. 500-and-something games in a row. Nobody will ever touch Cal Ripken, by the way. 500-plus games in a row. Had a bone bruise in his foot, and he sat out a game. And I thought, boy, that's odd. You would think he would play through it. It must be really painful for Witt Merrifield to sit out a game because he doesn't sit out games. He's played over three seasons in a row without missing a game. Then we come to find out he is one of the 10 Kansas City Royals that will not make the trip to Toronto. So he knew the streak was going to end anyway. I don't know who, in fact, I looked it up before the show. I don't know who they're bringing, who Kansas City's bringing to Toronto with them. But I do know this, they're undecided who their starting pitcher is tonight. And they play at 7 o'clock. This is very interesting for teams looking to trade for players at the deadline. If you are, let's say, the Boston Red Sox. um, If you are the, well, definitely the Toronto Blue Jays. If you're the Mariners, all right, and you're in the playoff hunt here, the Yankees, even the Yankees, we throw them in there, the Astros, they got the best records in the game. You want this guy to come and play. But you also, in the back of your mind, especially if you're the Blue Jays, have to say, wait a minute, what if we get in a series with Toronto? This guy's not going to be able to go up there and play unless I can talk him into getting vaccinated. Ten seems like a lot these days out of 26. This has happened all year long, and nobody's paid any attention to it because it was one or two guys. One or two guys. Maybe nobody had to, had to sit. 10 guys is a lot. And in this day and age, at this time of the pandemic or after the pandemic, whatever you want to call it, I'm literally shocked that almost half the players on a team, 40% of the players on a team are unvaccinated. It's their choice. I understand it. I get it. You don't want to get it. Don't get it. But you also have to understand If you're a team that wants to trade for a guy like Witten Merrifield, who would be a great value to any team that's in a playoff hunt, the Royals are not, I can't trade for him. Especially if you're an American League team. Because if I get in a series with Toronto, I'm going to be missing him for half of the games. I'm interested to watch the Royals and the Blue Jays this weekend. I don't don't think I'd ever said that sentence before in my life. But I'm interested to watch the Royals – and the Blue Jays this weekend. By the way, the Blue Jays with uh they're they're sending Kevin Gossman to the bound tonight. I checked. They are minus three fifty five tonight, which is unheard of to beat the Royals. Maybe the Royals are only gonna have five guys on the field. I don't know. Maybe that's why. All right. Movie Thursday begins after the break. We'll check on the open championship, see if anybody's moved in uh at St. Andrews. And uh USS Carrier will host a basketball game again this year. All that and more, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage on the Big Act. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio, Eminem and hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. By the way, are you tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose them, break them, or you never even wear them, you don't want them to get dirty, or lose them, or break them? It's okay if you lose them or break them now, you get a free pair. Shady Rays is an independent American-owned company started in Kentucky, changing the way you wear sunglasses. Shady Rays offers an industry-best combination of fit, style, performance without the big brand price tag. And as I mentioned, the craziest warranty in all of eyewear. Every pair backed by lost and broken replacements. You lose them, if you break them, if you throw them at the TV because your golfer hit one in the water and break them that way, they give you a new pair. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good by making an impact and exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. You can try them out and see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. Uh, the textures are keeping me honest here. They're, this is the third manager to be fired this year. You can tell, Jim, I do a lot of research. The uh, Joe Girardi was the first one to go with the Phillies, and then Joe Madden of the Angels was fired. Charlie Montoyo of the Blue Jays. Yesterday became the third manager casualty uh, this season. Texter says, is wrestling a sport or a show? Well, I didn't say it had to be a sport. I said athletes. They are athletes. Who are in movies. And you can't tell me The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, was not an athlete. Mm-hmm. Texter says, let's face it, John. Everyone in the golf world would love to play St. Andrews, but it's a goat ranch and way too short for these players. These guys are hitting irons today on 18 uh, and a couple of other holes to the green or past the green. Irons. It's rolling like no tomorrow. You hit a low screamer and it just it doesn't stop unless you hit it in the toward the rough. The rough will stop it and it's not deep rough. There's only a few things you got to stay away from pot bunkers. Which Justin Thomas found himself in on 16, or maybe it was 17. He finished even par after he double bogeyed that hole. And Gorse Bushes. If you stay in bounds, stay out of the pot bunkers, stay out of the Gorse Bushes, you got a good shot of shooting a low round. And that's what happened today. Eight under leads the tournament. We got a six under. We got a five under. We got a bunch of guys at four and three. So uh, the players are winning on day one. Now, if the weather changes and it's a little windy, but if it gets Scotland windy, that'll change things. If the rain comes in off the water there, that'll change some things, but the texture's right. I'd love to play it. Everybody would love to play it, but, uh, you know, it's not applicable to today's golfers. They're too good. All right, I got a couple of other, uh, Oh, by the way, the texture wanted to tell me that uh, Bob Uecker called for the Louisville Colonels before be, the Braves uh, called him up. Phillies and Angels fired managers earlier this year. All right, everybody. I, I make a lot of mistakes, but boy, people love it when you make a mistake. Don't they, Jim? Hey, oh, you idiot. Is. Hey, you <laughs> moron. He's the third manager to be fired. Okay, I got it. I've had three texters tell me he's the third manager to be fired what are you going to do? All right, so here's the full leaderboard as we speak. Cameron Young, 8-under, shot a 64 today. Rory McElroy is 6-under. These are these people have all finished so far. Cameron Smith, the Australian, 5-under. Brantley Brown, an amateur, is 4-under, along with Kurt Kitayama, Lee Westwood, a dude named Kennedy who's from Australia, Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler is the only one on the course at 4-under. He is through 12 holes. And we have about, I'm going to say, 12 guys at 3-under. The ones still on the course uh, include Siwoo Kim through 15, Paul Casey through 13, and Dustin Johnson through 13. So there's your updated leaderboard from the Open Championship at St. Andrews. Early baseball today, top of the second, Pittsburgh and Miami are scoreless. Reds lose. They had a... They had back to back to back home runs yesterday in the second inning. They had a four nothing lead. Uh they lose to the Yankees seven to six in ten innings. Giancarlo Stanton hit a home run to tie it at six in the bottom of the eighth, and the Yankees beat the Reds in ten last night to even that series at a game of peace Series finale tonight, 705 in Yankee Stadium. Louis Castillo goes for the Reds three and four with a two ninety two ERA. Nelson Cortez, or Nestor. It's a crazy name. Nestor Cortez, 7-3, 274. He's been a revelation for the Yankees uh, to see who wins this series. Bally Sports, if you'd like to watch along. Gonzaga and Michigan State are going to play basketball on an aircraft carrier. Michigan State's already done this a few years back uh, before the pandemic. And if I remember correctly, um, it got slippery. The, imagine that. Outdoor court on a docked aircraft carrier got slippery. Uh but I guess they're tr- they're gonna work on it, to try to avoid that happening again. Here's what would be fun. Let's uh let's take it out to sea. Let's play dur- while it's moving. Huh? I mean you want to have some fun. Diving for a loose ball. Whoop, he's in the Pacific. Look at there. Somebody throw that dude a life preserver. It's five on four going the other way. Get him out of get him out of port. Uh, but Gonzaga, Michigan State Veterans Day, November eleventh, will play on the USS Abraham Lincoln this season. So there you go. I'd love to go. I'd love to go. I don't think Dugan's going to send me to San Diego to watch the uh, the Zags and the and Sparty go at each other. All right, let's get going here with uh, Movie Thursday. Got a got a ton of suggestions, a ton of uh, applicants here. I don't know what you call them. But uh, people have been very generous in in playing along with this Movie Thursday theme. The winner was, and I was surprised here, Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Does he have to win everything? Now, I've seen Space Jam and Space Jam with LeBron. Mm -hmm. They both stink. They're awful movies. Now, this is... Grumpy old man talking. I get it. They're terrible. And Michael Jordan, all right, I'm looking for, and I, and I put this on the text when I sent it out, best performance.
1: I was going to ask, did you say best or just
0: performance? No, best performance. <laughs> he dunked. Oh, yeah, we didn't know he could do that. He shot somebody. Yeah, we didn't. He talked to uh, Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig. Oh, okay. I could do that. But 10 votes for Michael Jordan. A couple of first place votes, so uh, he is number one on the list. Michael Jordan in Space Jam. There were other people in Space Jam, folks, that were better than Michael Jordan. Patrick Ewing, for one.
1: Bill Murray, but he's not an athlete.
0: Well, I guess he golf's. So he maybe. golf's a little bit. Yeah. I, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, wow. Well, now we're going down I, a rabbit I, yeah,
1: hole. Yeah, that that isn't See, rabbit hole, Bugs Bunny. Uh, there you go. Uh, that was well a good done,
0: one. well done, Jim. Well done. So Michael Jordan wins again. Shocker. Number two was my first suggestion that I sent out that I said on the show, and that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. An airplane, he got nine votes, so he finished second. You know, my dad, my dad uh, I think you're great, but my dad says you're lazy and you don't run <laughs> up and down, the. you, you know, yeah. you don't play hard on defense. And when Kareem looks at that kid as Roger Murdoch, the mm-hmm. pilot, co-pilot, and says, tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up the court for 48 minutes. I've been hearing that since I was at UCLA. Yep. It's it's classic. And then when he has food poisoning, and I know this is not much acting because he's playing like he's passed out. Yeah. But when they pull him down the aisle of the airplane and everybody's looking out the windows and he's wearing his goggles and his knee pads and his, his – uh, His Converse shoes. His
1: Lakers jersey. That (laughs) that is,
0: look, Airplane's a classic film, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar helped make it classic. So he comes in number two, and he should. I had a tie for three. Now, this one I love. Alex Karras, this would be one of my top three, as uh, Mongo in Blazing Saddles. Jim. Yes. You're Blazing Saddles. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't make that movie today.
1: You could do an edited version you, where it'd be the title screen and then the end. That'd be it. That'd be about it.
0: Uh, you know, it is so inappropriate and so uh, um, racist, misogynistic. It's got it all. <laughs> yeah. uh, 1974, Mel Brooks, Richard Pryor helped write it. He was actually supposed to play the role uh, of Sheriff Bart, but... He was in legal trouble. He was had some drug issues. And the studio said, look, we're not backing this if Richard Pryor's in it. But Richard Pryor helped write it with Mel Brooks and said, look, I can't be in this mm-hmm. because the studio won't allow it. They got Cleavon Little. Gene Wilder's great. Uh, but Alex Karras, who punches a horse. By the way, no animals were injured in the making of this film. And uh, sort of has a man crush on Sheriff Bart. Alex Karras is great. He went on to – now, he was a uh, – Football player, defensive player for the uh, Detroit Lions, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But he also went on to be in a TV show, did he not? Webster. He was in Webster. Webster.
1: Yeah, with uh, Emmanuel Lewis. Yes,
0: he played George for seven years on the TV show Webster.
1: Papadopoulos is your last (laughs) name.
0: But Mongo and Blazing Saddles, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Also, third, Burt Reynolds in the Longest Yard. Now, it's... I would if – if I'm if i going Burt Reynolds, I'm going Smokey and the Bandit.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I think he's better in that because it's not about a, a football player. Longest Yard, he's great. It's one of my favorites. Um, Paul Crew, Paul Wrecking Crew, the former quarterback who gets put in jail. And, of course, Eddie Albert, the warden, has him put together a team of prisoners to play against the semi-pro guard team. Uh, he's great. So that tied for third with, with uh, six votes. Uh, but Burt Reynolds was a great quarterback, really top-notch quarterback at Florida State University, so this definitely qualifies. He is a former athlete who has been in a lot of movies. You got a favorite Burt Reynolds movie? Well, I'd,
1: <laughs> if you're going best performance, the one he got nominated an Oscar
0: for was his performance in Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, Nights yeah. So, so if you want to go best. That is old That is old Burt Reynolds. I mean, yeah, that I is, mean that's, old, that's, that's, that's sort of past his prime, that, that Burt Reynolds. His,
1: uh, that was his last uh, – Last movie, I believe. Yeah. The last thing he ever did.
0: I guess so. Best performance would probably be that one. But uh, I'm a big Smokey and the Bandit fan. And maybe it's not because of Burt. Maybe it's because of Jackie Gleason (laughs) as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Uh, I also got some Burt Reynolds love for Deliverance. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh, Disturbing film. Not going to talk about the premise. (laughs) Poor Ned Beatty. Squeal like a pig. Uh, John Voight in that movie as well. If you want to watch Deliverance, don't do it right before you go to sleep.
1: No. All
0: right, we're going to take a break. I got one more tied for third there, and I'll give you give you that after the break. And I'm going to go over this whole list because I got a ton of submissions for this great category: best performance by an athlete or coach in a film. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it, I heard it Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears in studio final segment. Last chance to get your opinion heard on the M&M Cartage hotline, 384-1450, or the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Thornton's is uh, having summer cash bash every week, all summer long. One lucky Refreshing Wards member will win $10,000 each week. Grand Prize 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Open your Refreshing Wards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. You can earn additional entries at Thornton's by purchasing select top brands like Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's summer cash bash all summer long. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, text REWARDS to 80313. Texter says, uh, Burt Reynolds was in Gunsmoke. Burt Reynolds was in a lot of stuff. He also was in the remake of The Longest Yard. Played a coach. If you remember, which I don't, because I, there are certain movies I refuse to watch because I think the original, I don't want it to be tainted. If they made a remake of the Godfather, I'm not watching that. Right. So longest yard, 1974, 77 was so good. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But there is another great Burt Reynolds movie with Terry Bradshaw in it from 70, mid seventies called Hooper where he played a stuntman, and it was a story of just a bunch of stuntmen and how their daily life was, and Terry Bradshaw. And we'll get to Terry, by the way. was great. All right, so number one on the list so far, athletes or coaches, best performance in the movie, Michael Jordan, Space Jam. All right, whatever. Number two was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane. Tied for three, Alex Karras as Mongo in Blazing Saddles. Burt Reynolds in Longest Yard. And tied for third from the movie The Dirty Dozen, Jim Brown, uh nineteen sixty seven. Love the Dirty Dozen. I'll read it to you. During World War II, a rebellious U.S. Army major is assigned a dozen convicted murderers to train and lead them into a mass assassination mission of German officers. It's uh it's great. It's not good. It's it's two and a half hours long. Lee Marvin, Ernest Borgnine, Charles Bronson, and uh, Jim Brown. Now Jim Brown's got an impressive resume here. He was in uh, the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was in Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino. Uh, Mars Attacks. He had a role. He was uh, he played himself in Draft Day, the Kevin Costner movie. Uh, he was in He Got Game with uh, Denzel Washington. Jim Jim Brown, if you remembered. And you got to be older than me to remember, probably one of the greatest running backs in NFL history and quit. So he could pursue an acting career, um, smart man, very smart man. He is an activist or he, he was an activist. Uh, he's sort of, you know, he was born in 1936. He's still an activist, but he, (laughs) I don't think he gets out much anymore. Uh, but Jim Brown ties for third. You ever see dirty dozen, Jim? have not seen dirty dozen. Oh man. It's just one of your those old war movies, it's, and, and, but a great cast, great premise, and uh, it is exactly what it sounds like when you take a mm-hmm. bunch of guys that are basically prisoners, murderers, and you shape them into a unit to go kill Germans. It's great. It is fantastic. Two and a half hours. That's tough. All right. So those three tied. Now we had a, more than one vote for Bob Euchre in Major League. Just a bit outside. Nobody's listening. Bob Uecker's great, and he's great in Major League. Had a lot of votes for Mike Tyson in The Hangover, Mm -hmm. um, playing Mike Tyson. Now, if you don't appreciate, I I like anybody that can make fun of themselves. Mike Tyson's making fun of himself in this movie. Uh, The Hangover, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis are fantastic. They steal. In the original movie, he's in one and two, by the way, the original movie, they, they don't remember what they did on at a bachelor party in Vegas. Turns out they stole Mike Tyson's tiger from his yard and uh, Tyson comes to the hotel room to get it back. And he's great. He's singing a little, uh, Phil Collins when they walk into the room, um, Takes him back to his house to review footage of the security film. It's in it, Mike Tyson's greatness movie. And he's funny in his little cameo and hangover too, as well. Uh, Mike Tyson got a lot of votes and he should have also Brett Favre in There's Something about Mary hilarious movie. One of those fairly brothers movies. That's uh, slapstick crazy. Uh, not appropriate for children under 17. I will say that. But Brett Favre is great in a one-scene role as Brett Favre when he comes in and the best part, Brett Favre, what are you doing here? They're in Miami. And he says, I'm in here town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. It's it's classic Brett Favre. Now, Brett's in a little trouble right now. Brett's in a little trouble as we speak because some welfare money in, in uh, Mississippi that was supposed to go somewhere, a million of it ended up in Brett's bank account. This is not good. Uh, this is probably not going to end well for Brett Favre, but, uh, as far as acting goes, he's not an actor. He's not a good actor. He delivered a couple of lines and he didn't do them well, but you know what? Funny movie, funny scene. I give him a little credit. Uh, guys, uh, by the way, Jim Brown got mentioned more than once for more than one movie. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille Mm O'Neal. Kazam. Never seen it. Never going to see it.
1: You don't need to see it.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure if it was a joke when I was sent that one. But there is a little movie called Blue Chips with Nick Mm -hmm. Nolte. Nick Nolte played a Bobby Knight type of coach at a university, a fictional university, where um, the boosters were trying to get some good players in there under the table. Look, you can do it over the table now, I mean, with NIL. Um, But Nick Nolte played the coach, and the three players that they got in were Matt Nover, who's a former – Indiana Hoosier, he played Ricky Rowe. Shaquille O'Neal played Neon Badeau from down in the swamps of Louisiana. He was great. And Penny Hardaway was in this movie as well. He was fantastic in the movie too. Three really good acting, even Matt Nover, good acting performances. There were a ton of coaches in this movie. Rick Pitino had a, a line in this movie. Bob Knight was in this movie. Um, just a ton of coaches. Ton of uh, former players. Bobby Hurley was playing for Indiana, which I found really off-putting. You know, it's a it's a great movie. It's an under-the-radar movie that is top-notch. But Shaq was great. He didn't want the money. He didn't ask for the car. He just wanted to play basketball. And uh, and you know, at the beginning, he didn't want to do the do the uh, schoolwork. But the tutor talked him into it, and he actually ended up wanting to do the schoolwork, wanting to stay, didn't care about the money. It's a great role, and Shaq was great in it. Terry Bradshaw failure to launch. Any idea, Jim?
1: I've it, The name sounds familiar, but I can't believe it. Matthew
0: that. McConaughey is in this movie. He's a late 20s guy who won't leave his parents' house. And the parents are Terry Bradshaw and uh, Kathy Bates. They bring in a female psychiatrist to sort of get him out of the house, but Terry Bradshaw steals this movie. There is a scene where Terry's walking around naked uh, because nobody's supposed to be in the house. He's got a naked room. They have a naked room in their house. Hey, I was in my naked room. Uh, It's hilarious. And Terry Bradshaw, for a guy that's battled depression all his life, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, he... His acting career, I mentioned Hooper. He's very funny. He's actually got his own reality show now uh, with the Bradshaws on one of these learning channels or whatever. That uh, He's a goofball. He's a goofball. He's fun on uh, NFL Today, and he's fun in this thing too. But uh, Failure to Launch. Not a great movie. It's not one if you've got a couple hours I'm going to say, oh, watch it No, I'm not going to say that. But if you can YouTube the Terry Bradshaw scenes just from uh, failure to launch, it is worth your time. Uh, Tom Brady, right? You forget he was in Entourage, the movie, which uh, was based on the old uh, HBO series. He was in it. Uh, he was also in Ted 2. Now, if you ever saw Ted, it's about the teddy bear that comes to life. It's funny. You know, it's... it's um, I don't... What's the word I'm looking for? It's... Randy, racy. Yeah, language, all It's that, really yeah. <laughs> not appropriate for anybody, really, to be honest about it. But in the second movie, which is not quite as good, Ted the teddy bear and Mark Wahlberg's character decide to go to Tom Brady's house because Ted needs to, how do I put this, impregnate his wife, and he doesn't have the tools to do so. So they're going to they're gonna ask Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes to the door. It's uh, Look, it's funny. It's just funny. Uh, Tom Brady and Ted, too. I got to vote for Randall Tex Cobb in Raising Arizona. Sure. John Goodman, was he an athlete? Because somebody sent John Goodman and Randall Tex Cobb in uh, Raising Arizona. I don't remember John I don't Goodman remember John, being a, an athlete. I
1: mean, I'm sure he probably played high school. I mean, he was big enough to do high school. He was. And Randall, maybe college. But Randall Tex know.
0: Cobb actually had a bout against Muhammad Ali, if you remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tex Cobb in Raising Arizona, he's the bounty hunter. Funny movie, Nicolas Cage, Holly Hunter. Um, again, a Fairly Brothers movie, just like there's something about Mary. They, those guys are nuts. There's something wrong with them. There's no doubt about that. But cop here's here's a guy you might not have thought would get any votes. Naked Gun series. Oh, the uh- O.J. Simpson. Yep. <laughs> Is it okay to vote for O.J.?
1: He's an athlete. He's had three guess, careers yeah. now,
0: right? Yeah. Three careers: athlete, actor, murderer. Okay, I'm probably not allowed to say that. Alleged murderer. How about that? Is that better? Yeah. But O.J. Simpson, in the first uh, Naked Gun, he had a major role with Leslie Nielsen. Uh, again, one of those slapstick comedies. But O.J. was, you know, he was very serviceable. Got a vote for Andre the Giant in The Princess Bride. I was going
1: to wonder if Andre would show up. So
0: Okay. He's huge. Mm-hmm. He was a wrestler, but was Andre the Giant an athlete? Or is he just a huge body? Help me out with that. I think he's
1: just a... Uh, I think he was... A, well, I've seen the Andre the Giant biography, what happened On you. HBO, I saw it. Yeah. It was great. And uh, I think it was, it was mainly a gimmick for Vince McMahon at the time. Here's this huge guy. Let's, you know, we can do something with him larger
0: than life. Great movie. So I, the movie's excellent. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. movie. All right, how about LeBron James? Space Jam 2, or the new Space Jam. But he was in a movie with Amy Schumer called Trainwreck, where he played himself... Uh, And Amy Schumer was dating a sports orthopedic surgeon played by Bill Hader. And one of Hader's best friends was supposedly in this movie, LeBron James. He was great in this movie as LeBron James because he was looking out for his friend. He wanted to know what Amy's intentions were with his friend, the orthopedic surgeon. Uh, this This is a good movie. Trainwreck's a funny movie, Amy Schumer. A lot of people like her. A lot of people don't like her at all. But it's a good movie, and LeBron was really good. I got votes for Johnny Weissmuller, Tarzan. Um, I'm not watching black and white Tarzan movies. I'm just not. That's just me. Maybe call me crazy. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I mentioned this before in the new movie Hustle on Netflix, the Adam Sandler movie. Not playing himself, but playing a version of himself, a basketball uh, all-star. He's fantastic. He jumps off the screen. Uh, Lee Trevino in Happy Gilmore. Now, he didn't have many lines. He would just look her out from behind the tree and say something, but it was kind of funny. And Dan Marino, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, and I'm not happy about this, I've never seen, never seen either it? one of the Ace Ventura movies.
1: The first one is good. Second one, not so much. First one, I mean, I was in junior, senior year of high school when that came out, so I was k- yeah. kind of target audience for that. But, uh, yeah, yeah never, no, that's a good movie.
0: I like Jim Carrey, but I've never been able to just sit down and watch those movies. I don't know what it is. I've never seen Liar, Liar. Uh, Liar, Liar is good. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, the I think Truman he's funny. Show. Watch Truman, the Truman Show shows. was good. Yeah. I did like The Truman Show. Yeah. But uh, it's difficult. And, you know, Ace Ventura, kind of goofy, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very much, I mean. Yeah. It's, it's Jim Carrey.
0: I just can't can't do Classic
1: it. Classic Jim Carrey, I guess.
0: I just got a great text that says, little known fact, Johnny Weissmuller was a former Purdue defensive coordinator. No, I, he was former Purdue defense coordinator Nick Holt's grandfather. There you go. It takes a lot to get to that. I need some commas. All right, back tomorrow to finish out the week. Bats baseball tonight, 635 first pitch, 605 pregame. Nick will join you from Scranton in a series that is even at a game of peace. I'm going to go home and watch some more golf. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act.